Hello and welcome to Luann's Land Podcast. Now, here's your host, award-winning country music artist, Luann Hunt. Unless you're really rich, you could probably use more money. Well, today we have just the person who can teach you how to get more of the green stuff using the power of your mind. His name is Dr. James Goy Jr., and he calls himself the Attract Money Guru. Dr. Goy also has written a book, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. It uses metaphysical concepts to increase wealth and happiness in all areas of your life. He knows what he is talking about as he went from being $50,000 in debt to debt-free after developing techniques that put him on a lasting path to abundance. Dr. Goy says it is his mission to help people to live more wealthy, meaningful, and rewarding lives through his teachings. Well, this is sure to be an eye-opening podcast, so let's go ahead and get started. Hello, James. How are you on this beautiful day? I'm doing really great, Luann. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Great. I'm happy to be here, so thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a real pleasure to have you as well. I absolutely love what you're doing with your book, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. It's kind of a unique title, I think, and I'm really excited to kind of get into this and see what it's all about. Sure, sure. Happy to share whatever I can share with you. I guess I want to start out by saying that I'm just so impressed that you were able to get out of a lot of debt on your own because I know usually once people get into thousands and thousands of dollars of debt, I mean, they just, they have no way it seems of getting out. So, you know, kudos to you for (laughs) being able to do that. And I know that through that, um, suffering, so to speak, that you were going through, it sort of was a catalyst to come up with a method to be financially free, correct? Right. Uh, The method I was already working on, I was already writing the book, but it came down to really applying it, really buckling down and applying what I knew would work, but you really have to apply it to, to get the results. Yes. Now, how did you come up with these steps? Um, I first came to California um, as a young man more than 40 years ago, I guess, and uh, I immediately started finding my first books on metaphysics and mind power, law of attraction, spirituality type things. And one of the early books I read was uh, Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this whole subject of, you know, being able to actually make things happen with our minds, you know, affect things in the world and and better ourselves and our circumstances really uh, gripped me. So I made just a real study of it. Uh, I was just finding books everywhere I could, you know, yard sales and swap meets and bookstores and thrift stores. And uh, within a few short years, I was teaching this type of thing. And uh, it's really been my life. Uh, You know, my mind power can be used to improve any area of life or any, uh, you know, accomplishment in any human endeavor. But I specialize in teaching people and even myself using it to attract money because money is the foundation really of a successful uh, life in modern society. Without money, there's, you know, we, there's a lot that we can't do with money. There's very little that we can't do. Yeah. And there's a lot of rumors going around out there that, 
you don't need money to be happy and money's evil and this and that. So I, I right. get when people like yourself want to go and just bust those myths because we hold on to those beliefs within ourselves and then, you know, what you think is what you get. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, people have all of these ideas that are just not their, their opinions. They're not founded in fact, but that rich people are somehow bad. They've compromised their morals. Or if I have too much, there's not, then somebody else has to have less. You know, there's only so much to go around. And, uh, and if, if you uh, are interested in having a lot of money, you're not spiritual. You know, you can't be also a spiritual person. And it, this is all just, you know, uh, not true. These are just people's opinions and they don't really reflect reality. And so in modern, you know, I mean, who can argue with the fact that in modern society, money basically affects every single area of our life. So people tell me, you know, well, money's not spiritual. And I like to say, well, is having a good fitting quality shoes on your children's feet? Is that spiritual? You know, is having good, you know, health, health promoting food uh, that the best you know of to be able to provide for your children, a safe vehicle, it goes on and on. Right, and I always tell people when they say stuff like that, you know, Jesus was so rich, they were casting lots for his clothes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all a matter of uh, perception a lot of times. And, uh, but with, with enough money, we can, it even helps our spiritual life. It helps our relationships. I mean, it really speaks to every single area of life. And that's why I like to make it the first thing that I like to try to help people with if, if that's an issue for them is uh, money, whether they just don't have any or whether, like me, a couple times in my life, they're deep in, in debt or something. Uh, there is a solution to it, and uh, each person has that solution within themselves. But it, again, it's uh, knowing that it exists, understanding the process, the mechanism, and then applying it. And anyone can basically do it. Well, say you're completely broke, and you're just feeling like there's no hope, you're in debt, and you're just looking for an answer. So what is the first thing that you recommend someone like that would do to kind of get on the path of abundance? Well, I think the first thing is to get some kind of a grounding in metaphysical concepts because, you know, metaphysical slash spiritual concepts and principles and techniques, that's what's going to help a person rise up. Otherwise it's just who, you know, the luck of the draw, you know, your education, business cycles, the economy in general. But once you start applying mind power, that's when you're really taking control. So the first thing is for people, in my opinion, is for people to learn about this if they don't know about it and to understand that, you know, that this stuff works and that they can apply it. And then they need to just do all the things like, uh, for instance, that I talk about in the book, they need to increase their desire so that they'll act on what they're learning. They need to develop their belief and their expectancy. There's a lot of techniques for doing this. One very simple one I call speak as if. And that is uh, basically that we always want to speak as if those financial circumstances we'd like to see come about either are now or will be reality. Because people don't understand they're, they're actually speaking their finances and their lives in general into um, existence. Uh, so there's many things they can do, but the first thing is to get a grounding in metaphysical concepts and techniques. And then, you know, from there, we need to get a little more clear on exactly what it is we want and develop the, the belief in the techniques and in ourselves uh, and the ability to apply them. And that goes into then 
developing the subconscious belief, you know, basically tricking our subconscious mind into thinking that we have what we're trying to get. And that's where it really happens because the subconscious mind is an automatic mechanism. So whatever we program in, it's going to basically do all in its power to produce for us. And so when we understand the mechanism, then we can start getting a lot more of the desirable and a lot less of the undesirable. I like that you mentioned you had read Think and Grow Rich kind of at the beginning of this journey. And actually, that's the book I read as well to kind of get me into the metaphysical thinking. It's just a wonderful book. And there's some versions out there I know now where people have added sort of modern day commentary to make it more understandable. Right, right. And there, there's a, a movie out now also, and I, I give a testimonial in, in the movie. It's called Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. And that's also a book now, too, with modern, um, you know, modern examples. Um, uh, Rob Deerdeck and um, Barbara, Barbara Corcoran. Yeah, she, she's in it. She's in the movie. And of course, she's talked about in the book. And then there's some other books from different angles, you know, um, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, A Woman's Choice, A Latino Choice. So there's several offshoots of the original book. And it, so it has been updated. And uh, the, the most recent, of course, is Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. And it's a great book. Yeah, I'll have to get a copy of that. I know that the original Think and Grow Rich just totally changed my life. It, it was so dramatic. I guess I was ready for the information, and that's a lot of it, too. I think you just sort of have to be ready for it. Right. That's how it was for me. When I read it, I, it's like as soon as I started, it was like, oh, wow, this is what I've been searching for. Like, this is the missing piece. I always felt like there was something real important that nobody didn't know. Like, everybody's walking around, and there's one thing that can make a difference, but we don't know what it is. And I always felt that even as a little kid, there was this something I couldn't put my fingers on. And when I read the book, I, I, that was it. It's the, the mind connection that we're actually creating and can create what we want. And it's very liberating, as I'm sure you experienced also. It really changes the trajectory of your life. Yeah. Again, it's, it's interesting how you and I have kind of had similar experiences in that way because I kept saying I was blocking something in my life because I was, you know, creatively I was always unblocked, but as far as being able to take what I've created and get it into the world and have it be successful, I felt like I had a lot of blocks and I just kept asking the universe, what is the block? What is the block? And then I came across the think and grow rich book. And as soon as I started reading it, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is it. <laughs> so, right. It changes everything. Yeah. Information and uh, concepts, you know, as, as you know, immaterial as they may seem they change everything they're they're at the the bottom of everything yes so it's so true so once you sort of get hip to this metaphysical type of thinking and you start to put it in practice in your life then what's the next step well we we want to um like the first chapter in the book is desire and so really we want to increase our desire, which actually will, will start happening as a natural consequence of learning these techniques, because now you, you actually come to understand that more is possible for you. And so we want to increase our desire for the money that we want. And I open that chapter with a quote from Robert Collier, The Secret of the Ages, 1926. And he wrote, desire is the great moving power of the mind, that which excites into action the will and powers of the individual. It is at the bottom of action, emotion, or expression. And so we want to understand that we can 
have the money we want, and then we learn the techniques to get the money we want, and then we start applying them. And then again, that leads to us developing our belief and um, the expectation, and these are the things that actually will create the money. But it's a the way I teach it. It's very uh, it's a well-rounded, like all-encompassing concept or process, because I don't just teach the metaphysical side of it what people would think of you know affirmation yes there's a chapter on that visualization yes um think and results um act as if these are all um, parts of it and but on the more practical side i talk about things such as um organization and environment you know people uh don't really understand from the metaphysical angle that we are our environments and that our inner environment, our thoughts and feelings and the images we have, have created our outer environment. So one very powerful thing that people can do right now, I mean, anyone listening to this, as soon as this podcast is over, they can, they can go into their kitchen and they can clean out one of the drawers in the kitchen and organize it and get rid of some stuff that doesn't need to be in there. Some old straws, let's say, or whatever. And what I want people to understand is that metaphysically speaking, and even quantum physically, I mean, we are our environment. So if our houses are disorganized and messy and we can't find things and they're not really set up for, you know, productive, being productive on a day-to-day basis, then that's a reflection of our consciousness. So our consciousness has created this environment. But also our environment reinforces our consciousness. So if we change our consciousness, if we start to think more productively and positively, we'll naturally find our environment changing. Other people will even play a part. And of course, what we do. But the other side is also true. If you start to organize your environment just with your hands, you know, get in there and clean things and and get rid of old stuff, you'll start to find that your thoughts will become more organized in the process. So it's a very practical approach to approach it from the inside out, but also from the outside in, because in the true sense, there's no separation. We are our environments, and everything in our environments affects us, and everything in us affects our environment. And when we really get that, then that's another way that we can start to move closer and closer to, um, to having this abundance that we all seek. I think that's really a fascinating observation that you've made, and it's not one that you hear people talking about that much. (laughs) It's something I think that gets left out of some of the teaching. Right. And that's why one of the reasons I really think it's so important is because it's, it's right at the foundation, you know, like if, if we're trying to teach people metaphysical techniques and how to be abundant, but we're not bringing their attention to the fact that their environment, which by the way, is everything they see and hear. So it's their workplace, it's the TV shows and the radio and the internet, whatever, you know, they're letting in. All of this is their environment. So if we don't really teach people that all of this is going in and affecting their, what I call money mindset, you know, the the way they think and feel about money and just life in general and possibilities and uh, for success and everything, everything that we see and hear is going to have an effect on that. And so when we start to moderate that, in other words, it's just simply like, you know, I don't, you know, tell people they need to do this, but I got rid of my television. I think it's five or six years ago now, just got rid of it. And because it was counterproductive for the life that I was trying to create. 
too much of it was, you know, fear-based and lack-based and everything else. And also controlling people's access to us. They could even be family members. But if there's someone who is really, really negative and always talking down, you know, your possibilities or telling you to be more realistic, you know, and go the safe route, and this is going to affect you. So I could be friends, family, whatever. So we need to moderate that. We need to control access to our consciousness. And when we realize how impressionable the subconscious mind is and that it is very vulnerable to repetition, either for good or bad, then we see the importance of controlling access and of us determining what we allow in because we know that that's going to mold us and make us. It's going to make our our finances. It's going to make our whole lives. Yeah, and that's just part of the process of honoring yourself. Right, right. It's really, it is about honoring yourself. It's about setting boundaries. It's about, you know, allowing and seeking out those people and circumstances and places that are going to encourage us and help us to grow into what we can be so that then we can be more of a blessing to others. Um, And by the same token, of course, and it's not always easy decisions, you know, we have friends and and you know people you know we have lives social lives and everything but when we start to determine and realize how negative some of that some of that input might be then there are hard decisions to to be made but anyone who's experienced great success in any endeavor in any area of life they've all gone through it they've all had to finally say well do i want to be with this crowd do i want to remain in this consciousness or do i want to go into this other area in which case i need to move towards that area and there may be different people there maybe it's not the same people but that's where i want to be so uh, an a-list hollywood movie star is not hanging out on the on the corner anymore in his hometown whereas a bunch of his buddies still are you know 10 years after high school or whatever 20 years but he's in hollywood he's with other movie stars because he wants to be an actor that's kind of the the same uh, concept. Yeah. And I noticed as I go along and I grow and become stronger and more powerful within myself, then the people in my life who are, you know, really far away from that have just sort of drop off. (laughs) You know, I really haven't had to do anything much to disconnect from them. They just, for one reason or another, they just seem to fade away. And then right. I begin to attract people that are more on my vibrational level. So Right, right, because it is all about vibration. It's all consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so that does make it easy. You know, sometimes we have to take decisive action, especially when someone doesn't want to drop off, but we really need, you know, them to be a less of a part of our lives. But a lot of the time, it's exactly what you're saying. Uh, people will just naturally, you'll just naturally gravitate in different areas. People, it could be something as simple as they become uncomfortable being around you if you start to experience uh, higher levels of success because they take it kind of as a a personal thing like, well, if she's doing it, then why can't I do it? Like, I should be able to do it too. And so they don't want to be reminded because they're not going to work that hard. They're not going to, you know, they're going to take the safe road. They're going to keep that steady job or whatever. They're not going to strike out on their dreams. And so they, they become uncomfortable being around us which is okay because everyone's at their own level. There's no good or bad, right or wrong, better or worse, but there's what's right or wrong for us, better or worse for us. And so, but things do just naturally have a way of tending to balance themselves out 
and uh, equalize and, you know, water seeking its own level, that whole concept. Right, right. And yes, I have friends from my past that really are envious of me because of what I accomplished. And I know sometimes when I've tried to connect with them now, it's really difficult to find that common denominator between us. And I always get the feeling that they have resentment toward me. I I don't want to come right out and ask them, but it's just a feeling I get. We can let that stuff get us down or take sort of the higher consciousness route and realize that it's not us that these people are angry at, it's themselves. It's because they didn't go after their own dreams. And I really feel bad for them, but again, each of us are responsible for our own journeys. Right, right. And and it's just human nature. People, um, they become jealous, they become envious, they become resentful. And, uh, you know, I've experienced it too, you know, people who even people later in life that, you know, I, I knew earlier in life and then I come back in contact with them. I think, oh, wow, this is going to be great, you know, so-and-so from the neighborhood. But it's just not the same anymore because we're, we grew in different ways. And, uh, and you can tell sometimes there's just kind of, uh, you know, the, they're just not comfortable with what we've done and what we're doing. And it's like you say, it's not really us. We're not the issue. It's themselves. We're a mirror of what is possible, and um, they're not moving towards anything bigger. And so, it, you know, they'll find fault, uh, and they'll, you know, talk us down to other people, and, and it can, you know, manifest itself in many different ways like that. Yes, yes, and that's why we need this metaphysical training, because it does empower us. Um, as you were saying earlier, there's just a lot of chaos around, and it can be a challenge to overcome it. So the metaphysical principles keep us centered and keep us feeling positive and strong and knowing that we've got the victory, so to speak. Right. It's, well, it's the foundation of everything. When you, when you really get it and when you get the, that, you know, we're creating our, our lives or we're creating our bank accounts out of our minds and that we only have so much time and energy and focus each day. So, you know, everything we do, think, and say is important because nothing happens in a vacuum. And so when we really get that and we have that understanding, it's almost like you're a different species. And I don't say this in a demeaning way, but it's almost like we're a different species from what we were before and from the people who are still there because there are human beings that are still living by the law of the jungle it's the survival of the fittest you know do the other guy before he does you there's not enough to go around it's who you know what you know and that whole scenario whereas people who have a firm uh grounding in in uh, metaphysics and really spirituality because you know living in this way is a very spiritual way of living you know we become much more in tune to other people our own inner promptings our intuition increases if we're doing it right and it's it's but it's almost like two different species. They're, we're all human. We all have one head and two arms and two legs, but we're living our lives completely differently. The average person is living in a stimulus response basis according to what's going on and accepting everything at face value and then dealing with it on its own terms. And people who have the, fa- the grounding in metaphysical technique and understanding, they are, you know, on, I'll call it a higher plane, not better, but higher, different, uh, because we're creating in our minds. We understand that 
we can make out there turn into what we want to turn it into, not by going out there and wrestling with it, but by going inside and wrestling with ourselves and by changing our own thoughts, feelings, what we dwell on, what we desire for ourselves, what we're working towards, and uh, our level of belief and expectancy in in uh, creating what we want, what we would actually choose if we actually believed we could have it. And the average person is not living like that at all. And I look back to, you know, being a, a you know, child and teenager and then uh, a very young adult because I learned this stuff very early, but it was two completely different ways of living. And I would never want to go back to that because in, in that way of life, life is very scary because anything can happen. And in this way of life, it's much less so because we know that we can create anything and that we can be supplied and even, you know, uh, uh, helped and saved and protected. I mean, it's, it's a whole aura of, of protection that we bring about us when we understand that we're creating our own uh, circumstances as we go along. I totally agree with everything that you're saying. We're completely on the same page. And wow, you've given the listeners so much information and food for thought. I think our time is actually coming to a close, which I can't believe because it went so fast. (laughs) But I would like to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom from you as far as maybe one or two things that give you strength on your own journey every day. Well, I think that um, people, if, they, if they're listening to this podcast especially, they probably know that something's going on. They probably know that mind power and metaphysical techniques, that there's something to it and that it really works. And what I want people to know is that it can work for them. And what I encourage everyone to do is to start living your life in joy, meaning doing the things that you want to do. That's what led me to living my ideal life was doing the things I wanted to do. And so nothing, you know, you can be a writer, you can be a recording artist, you can be an actor, you can be a a philanthropist, a a business person, whatever it is you want to be that you would do if you knew that you couldn't fail. That's what I want people to start putting their minds on. Learn the techniques, then decide what your ideal life is. And I want people to know that you can live that life if you just Make it a vision and an intention and move towards it. Nothing will be able to stop you. The universe will just pave the way for you and you'll see it. It won't take long before you start to see the everything coming in line. Wise and powerful words indeed. And I hope all of you that are listening out there will take those words to heart because James has had an incredible life and he's had incredible success. And, you know, I have heard the saying from self-help experts and they say you know if someone doesn't show it they don't know it and well james certainly shows it so we can take what he says to the bank i'd like to thank you james for being on today it's been encouraging enlightening and so much fun and before we go can you just tell my listeners where they can go to get more information about you Certainly. The best thing to do is just to go to my website. That's James, G-O-I-J-R.com. And when they're there, they can subscribe to my free monthly Mind, Power, and Money e-zine and also get a free PDF copy of my book, Attract Money Forever, which is a companion book to how to attract money using mind power. And then also from there, they can uh, get all the little social buttons where they can connect to me on any of the social uh, platforms, networking platforms that they'd like. 
Well, great, great. And I wish you all the best. And I'm sure that our paths will cross again in the future. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And, I, and I'm looking forward to that. And thanks a lot. Listen to Luann's Land Podcast on Tuesdays from noon to 12.30 p.m. Pacific at luannslandpodcast.com or luannslandpodcast.buzzsprout.com. Follow the show on Facebook at Luann's Land Podcast and on Twitter at Luann's Land. All episodes will be archived for free on-demand streaming.